Welcome to AE Doubleback for December 30th, 2020. Um, right off the bat, I'm just going to say this. I thumbsed up everything. Every yeah, last I was, thing I thumbsed up. It's so I'm funny because I was thinking I was going to start the show by saying it's a must watch. Don't even have to tell <laughs> yeah, you yeah. what the end I, is. I, I I was also thinking like I kind of want to broach like the the idea that we're not gonna be giving a middle or a down to anything, but I don't, pre- it. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm gonna broachy it. I don't want to presume upon everyone else, but I like, and I don't. I like. I I I feel like that's how it's gonna be. I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, you never want this to happen. Um, especially in a situation where like uh, a wrestler is so beloved. Yeah. Um, I true. was there. I'm not there, but like I was, uh, uh, I was watching wrestling when Eddie Guerrero died, and um, uh, it, it was really infused with the same kind of feeling. Like everybody loved Eddie Guerrero. Never had a bad thing to say about him. He was so supportive and wonderful. And like the entire show was just, you know, this outpouring of genuine emotion. Um, I was also there when uh, Chris Benoit, uh, that whole thing happened. And that was real weird because when it happened, you had the same thing. And then like over the course of the week, it's like, oh, oh, no, Mm. everything got horrible. But like, um, yeah, like, uh, like I've always been a fan of, uh, Brody Lee, Luke Harper, that sort of thing. And like, the more I found out about him, I was like, oh, this is just a real stand up kind of guy, a real genuine, uh, um, wonderful person. Um, uh, Calder, you sent us a, uh, um, an article and I forget who, um, wrote it, but basically it was saying like this, this is a generation of wrestling fans yeah. who became wrestlers. And so many of them are just about the love for the business and yeah. wanting to make the business better and putting people over. Imagine that. Yeah. Like, and, and that, yeah, and that was something they were definitely like, they like uh, that was, that was through this show was about uh, Brody Lee's uh, generosity and how he was he was he was like that too like uh that that it wasn't it wasn't it didn't feel like a hustle it didn't feel like uh like not that it like wasn't just part of a a component of his life a job not a an all-consuming thing but that that was that was definitely like what he was and it's so much of what people like about the company and the people that that are a part of it yeah um I just lost my train of thought. God damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, something yeah. about how great this guy is. But I mean, this uh, particular show from start to finish is unexpected. It's a beautiful tribute. Um, this is a person who clearly, uh, I mean, I and now, I, oh, that's what I was going to say. You know, I was wondering, it was glaring. His absence was glaring. Like he's one of the best fucking stars they have. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, what the hell? You know, it's natural for someone to take a time out after a big loss, but like, why would he even lose that soon? You know, like, why would they cater to Cody so hard when yeah. clearly Brody was the favorite to win? And now it makes sense because he was ill and, you know, maybe his doctor needed him to take some time out and then things didn't work out, uh, unfortunately for him and for all of us, because, you know, we all love him. We all adored his antics, his energy, you know, just watching, just as a person watching him, because I don't know him as a person. But then when you do get to see him through his friend's eyes through other performers eyes through his wife's eyes um this man was so much more than just an incredible superstar which he was able to be and prove to everybody that he is but that he was just a lovely lovely human being who was way too young oh. and i i think that this year has been, I mean, obviously he didn't die from COVID, 
but this year has been marked with a lot of death and a lot of people have been affected by that. And so, um, you know, obviously his family's not alone in this feeling. The wrestling community is not alone in this feeling. Um, there's a lot of people that passed too soon this year. And, uh, yeah, he reminds me so much of Chadwick Boseman. Mm, like, yeah. Like he's, he's sort he of kind of say anything went under the radar and yeah, you didn't hear about it. And then just like, Oh my God, he, no, he, yeah. you wouldn't have expected it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was a thing like this, ha- this happens in, in wrestling disproportionately. It's a, it's a tragic like thread that runs th- through all of it that, that let that men die like young and men die from things that are like very like like sudden and sometimes like not not natural and and wrestling also has like is not is is has never been above exploiting right that and and using what we feel about that to try to do something cynical and 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 so even though like I was like I, I was thinking about what I first saw because it was it was it was sudden and it, it was mm-hmm. and it was it was a shock. It didn't seem to come from anything that I knew about. And, and but I and the only thing that made me think, I think it I think it is real because I was like, well, you know, no one no one is entirely above reproach, but I don't think AEW would do that. Uh and so I was like, I think it, I think it is what it purports to be. And that is the most horrible. Yeah. 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 Well, the show starts with a, a beautiful image of um, everybody out on stage, like everyone top to bottom is out on stage and um, his wife and kids are out there as well. Uh, they're all clearly very emotional, um, and they ring a bell 10 times. I've never seen anything like that happen before for a performer, for a wrestler. Um, and they've, that was really They've beautiful. done it a, a few times in WWE when, uh, okay. it's usually when someone pretty big, I, it's, it's pretty rare that someone who's on the active roster dies like that. Um, mm, yeah. Oftentimes it'll be for someone, you know, a big name or something like that. And they'll do that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so like, uh, cool. like most of the time they, they like, they, they do like a card at the top, at the bottom. They talk about it a little on, on commentary. Uh, it, it, it tends to be, be low impact unless, unless it is something like this. Now this entire uh, show. Oh, sorry. Were you gonna say uh, I already have a note right here at the beginning. Uh, I didn't realize that they, he was going to be like a focal point of the show. It was just like I wrote, "Holy shit, this kid is cute." Because you know he's <laughs> eight years old. He's tiny yeah. next to all these giants, <laughs> and he's wearing, wearing a, suit, a just um, like his dad's, wearing the suit and the mask, and it was just great. And then they're like, "Yeah, he's negative one." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." Oh, very, that is so great. It was very sweet, and it had this uh, like uh, JFK Jr. like quality to it yeah. there was something like very precious uh, uh, uh about it uh and and, and like uh, like the uh, before we go go further i was just like the 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 genuine emotion that was on people's faces like throughout the show that they were not trying to to contain they were letting they were letting it show and so you saw from that opening tableau and all the way down like you saw wrestlers coming to the ring extremely emotional mm-hmm. not just performing but but being it, and it reminded me of different times when there was just an unignorable like feeling um it yeah. like it was it was it was just like striking from the beginning so this whole show is built of matches that, for the most part, have been picked by Brody Lee's son. I think it was some just the last matches, one. Well, I thought some of them were matches that were – that's true. Some of these matches were just sort of orchestrated so that 
all of the dark order was being used. Which at the beginning, I was like, if every fucking Mm. member of the dark order doesn't wrestle, I'll burn this whole thing down. Mm. I ain't having that. And hey, they they respected that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, they all did. And then, um, so I guess it was just the last match um, that was picked by Brody Lee's son. But really, you could say this about the entire show is that if any wrestling, if you're a fan of AEW, mm-hmm. then this pretty much entire show is perfect for you because it was all of your favorite people. I mean, there are some people, you know, missing if it was like truly a fan match, but um, it was it was fantastic. And every segment is great. It's just levels of great. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I was saying, it's amazing. There was only one segment where uh, I had written down, like, okay, this is going to get a mid, th- this deserves a middle. I'm going to give it a thumbs up because, you know, it's this, it's, this is the show. Uh, and then, like, at the end of it, there was like a post match thing that was like, oh, I don't even have to, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, um, cut corners or or, or or cheat or anything this legitimately is now a thumbs up uh um segment so mm-hmm. yeah like it, it was all so great and it was doing all the stuff they do well and you know like every single match was a tag match so like there were no singles matches right um it's not like this is a showcase of what aew does best it just happened to be um a showcase of some mm-hmm. of the stuff they do the best so yeah yeah, like like that was definitely like the 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 easiest way to work in the people that they wanted to be able to use uh, all all at once, and it 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 definitely like was is is fortuitous in that way. So- it's it's dangerous because um like one of the added old adages of wrestling is don't ever put uh, tag matches back to back because um the formulas of wrestling show a lot more in tag matches and if you you know have too many of them they're like ugh i know how this is going to work i know this rhythm i know how it's and you get bored but because of i mean some of the, some of it was the emotion and some of it's just the way aw is so good at uh tag uh, uh tag team wrestling mm-hmm. they managed to make all of them individual and you know enjoyable on their on their own merits and you know like you never felt like you're like okay, okay here's another one oh here's a guy oh here's another one you know mm. so yeah, well, yeah. And, and, but they were the uh uh, uh sorry go ahead well, I was going to move on to the first segment. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I'm just well. harping on everything. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, like, I think that, like, this was an instance of them, like, not at all being concerned about what shows about the, the, the nuts and bolts because they were already, like, uh, not, not to, not to give, uh, I guess, I, I guess, like, we can, we, like, we can wait for that, that part of it until, until later. But they were, they were, you know, letting the veil drop at a lot of points because this was yeah. a moment when, kayfabe is like barring them from you know grieving in the way that they really need to and and saying what they really want to so like there there was definitely just a lot of like let's not worry about what shows like the business to its best advantage so that was cool yeah yeah okay so now (laughs) now we can move on (laughs) (laughs) so uh, after the lovely opening, we have uh, a little promo with John Moxley. Uh, one of the great things that he says within his promo is that, you know, they're a community and they support each other. And that is the fucking truth, you know, from everything we saw tonight and from stories that they've told, you know, and, you know, different things that you get from, uh, AEW, like BTE and stuff like this, you can see that it's, it's definitely a community vibe. There's hopefully, I mean, they make it sound like there's no one like trying to shove somebody in the corner so that they can get a spotlight kind of a situation. Um, like it's not a cutthroat thing. Um, it sounds like they fostered a beautiful community of wrestlers, you know, that just happen to also be able to be on TV and do what they love. And I think they're probably also like in an unusual situation right now since March where um, ordinarily like wrestling is such that they wouldn't necessarily have been in one place doing the same shows 
for this amount of time. And I can imagine, as has happened in uh, stuff like the NBA bubble, like just this unusual prolonged intimacy that may have really enhanced that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I um, this uh, match or I'm sorry, this promo like uh, really also highlights what it is um, that makes Moxley great. It's that like his normal promo style is so close to, you know, this John Moxley person. Right. um, that, That when he is just just normal guy genuine it, it's it's almost it sounds exactly like a the same. fucking promo right? yeah, yeah yeah it's it totally does he's the volumes <laughs> turned down like a couple notches like uh, uh audio level wise but otherwise like he's still that guy yeah, yeah like uh, like which, it like that this one didn't turn the way they normally would yeah right uh where he would be at that speed and then suddenly he would be like talking about how he was gonna do something crazy to <laughs> he's a wonderful man but i'm going to have to murder him yeah uh, we just cut out the last part and <laughs> <laughs> he did go on just because like you know like uh you know a horse follows the trail it knows uh <laughs> we, but we you know we we took care of it um uh, and and also uh the the reference that uh uh rang my little bell was the pride soccer style kick to the face oh which is a real deep cut reference that nobody should have to get but it just made me smile and uh made me think of uh moro ranallo man i i hope they they get moro yeah he he would bring an interesting vibe and i've i've uh like had my mixed feelings about him but i i wonder if he wouldn't feel different in aew than he felt where he was well like just by by the context of it and the community that would be around him uh but uh yeah like this uh this definitely was like like such an excellent start to the tributes all of which were great just just really really good and very genuine and very open um and it followed what we had just seen very well and, and and so that was really good uh this is followed by an incredible match between matt hardy and private party and the Young Bucks um, and Colt Cabana. Yeah. Uh, I, Jericho was on mic all night. Uh, and they come out and like Colt Cabana was clearly just crying. Like he clearly oh, yeah. had been bawling his eyes oh, out my God. just moments yeah. ago. I was like, And Jericho said on the mic, if you want to cry, it's okay, damn it. <laughs> and that starting the show is – one of the best things they could have done, first of all, because you see it throughout the rest of the show. But also, I love that they're fostering an environment of like, hey, men have emotions and there's nothing wrong with that. Also, clearly, this is the best time to use your emotions when they're needed and necessary. And um, the world wants to embrace you in those emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's cool. Yeah, that was um like that that was definitely a, like an amazing thing that that came from this uh the like the there was this uh uh poem that uh if I remember right uh Wait, uh, if you're cutting to the end we'll get to it. Oh, no, no, no. No, okay. no not that. Uh okay. no, like there was this uh uh, this uh, poem that came that that I had uh, heard uh, talked about uh, talked about in this in um when John when um I'm trying to remember what the origin of it was. It was a Kennedy thing, uh, but uh, uh, I think it was uh, Robert Kennedy was talking about when uh, Martin Luther King died, and he was talking about like like wisdom or or whatever that came through the awful great the grace of God. And it like makes me think about what you get when such a tragedy happens and then it's reacted to in a healthy and and constructive way to model a better way of being. And they they did that so uh, assertively throughout the show that it was just the most huge public service they could have they could have offered at a time when they're, you know, they're trying to take care of themselves. Mm hmm. And 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 then to to do something really cool like that, like not to not to draw out every one of these things, but that was something that felt important to me. Uh, this match is really fantastic. It's all the things that you 
expectancy, although private party wasn't doing the same stunts they normally do. In fact, I even wrote down, what are they doing? Cause it looked like they were throwing some of their moves. Was I, <laughs> was I wrong there? Is that, is that just uh, me? I, mean, I, I, I don't think that, but clearly we know who has to win. And right. so, you know, um, they're going to, they're going to let the, uh, the other team shine more, which is, yeah. Know, I mean, it was night. cool. You got some great, moves from the Bucks, uh, and having Colt Cabana like team up with them was a lot of fun. And, you know, he really got to have, he really got to shine tonight and, uh, you know, we don't always get to see him. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's almost never been, been better. Like almost never had a a better showcase since, uh, since he, he came in and, 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 and I think, um, like I, everybody was was clearly like digging deep, like like in tribute to to Brody, uh, and like they really they really definitely delivered, and and it, and I and I was thinking about what was all the things that were unusual about the night, and and, and it seems like it's definitely like obviously Dark Order is picking up all the wins, and also like there were there were a lot of things people were doing that weren't their thing, they were Brody's thing, so you were getting a lot of like like strange uh con- like uh, juxtapositions of of stuff so like a lot of teams that have a clear identity like i think that that maybe is going to feel a little weird on a night like this and like and like it's it feels weird if like private party is doing the full private party deal like i don't know like they definitely like offered uh, a version of dynamite that doesn't have some of the more ridiculous elements uh so I don't know. That was that was something I thought. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, they were wearing um, the young bucks were wearing this really cool Brody Lee shirt. So I went to look it up. And by <laughs> the way, Same. there is a shirt available in which all the proceeds go to um, Brody Lee's family. Uh, so that's really cool. I'm sure he still get, they still get proceeds from some of his other shirts, anyways. But. This one, it's all going to the family. So if you want to look that up. But that aside, I wanted to say there are a ton of cool shirts in general. <laughs> Even the refs have a shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sunny Kiss, Joy Janela have a really cool shirt. <laughs> Serena Deeb has a cool one. That's Justin like elevated, Roberts. Whatever. Justin <laughs> Roberts has a shirt. The dapper yapper himself. It, and so I, I was like, no, they didn't give a goddamn shirt. And I looked at it. I was like. Oh my God, this is exactly the shirt that I would want from him. This is the shirt that mm. I myself have commented about Justin Roberts. The thing that the most over the top thing about him, it's the shirt says, Gia! Oh. <laughs> and then there's just like yeah, 14 yeah, yeah. rows of O That's um, great. to get to on. I mean, are, okay, this is. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now the shirts I'm I'm gonna buy if you put them in front of me, and it's uh it's a it's a, a good the bad and the hungry shirt, and it's a Michael Nakazawa yes. shirt. There is a Michael Nakazawa shirt up there. Oh man, I gotta check that out. Uh, I will buy the good, the bad, and the hungry. I was <laughs> this close, and I still may do it later tonight to buying a face mask from the butcher. It's just this huge fuck off mustache. I'm like, <laughs> you sons of bitches, you sons of bitches. Also, uh, butcher and blade, my favorite team. Hate all of their shirts except the Cosmic Adventures one. <laughs> so there you go. I I may get I may buy that shirt too as well. I'm not sure. <laughs> In tribute. <laughs> In tribute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right to put it like on a credit card or something because it's a memorial. <laughs> it's it's tax deductible, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Let's not yeah, think about I, it like, anymore. Just- <laughs> uh, so that was a great uh, match, and then the acclaimed come out, and then SU comes out, and they it was just a way to have Colt kind of do this magic move and knock everyone out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was definitely good of them to do that thing of like, I'm the one guy that's going to be a piece of shit about this. And, <laughs> yeah. and then like in- instantly like put them down hard just yeah. as like further, like that was, that was nice. And it was quick. They, and it's also every- a great way to get those guys over. Cause it's, it was kind of funny, even though it was like, cause it was clearly so 
ridiculous. Um, like they didn't they obviously didn't have a thing in their head that was the thing they were gonna <laughs> say, you know? Yeah. It was just I don't know. I thought it was kind of a good way to keep them around. <laughs> Relevant. Um then we had a Darby Allen tribute and he had said uh, talking about Brody Lee, like he was here to elevate us all, talking about how generous he was with his time and his talent with the young guys. And um, he had said the minute he saw him, he had wanted to wrestle him. He wanted to have the chance to wrestle with him. And what's really sad is he never got that chance. Yeah. And like you can imagine how they would have found the found the the way the way to that. And it's it really yeah. was one of the moments that I was sad about that it was, you know, the people it that just needed more time, you that, know, the, like the, the people for whom there was so much more to, to, to experience yeah. from, from, from somebody that they lose. Uh, yeah. and, and this was another one of those moments about the, like the, the facade of, of wrestling dropping because I was like, holy shit, he's not wearing his face like makeup. Yeah. Uh, and, like it took, and it took me a moment, but it was another example of somebody just like, like laying it on the line and giving it to you pretty raw. And it was so powerful. Like, like, like those were all very powerful because they were, they were very real and they yeah. were very, very direct. And you know. it was, and it was, it was powerful. Um, then we had a match that was awesome. And also one of the more emotional matches. Um, if you can even say that, cause like they were all pretty emotional, but like, this one, um, we've got Stu Grayson and Evil Uno uh, versus actually. And Lance Archer. There was one later that was more emotional, but <laughs> whatever. So we got Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and Lance Archer. Lance Archer was wearing um, an outfit that was an homage to one of Brody Lee's previous characters. Um, and they were against Butcher Blade. Uh, and Eddie, uh, and the, the bunny. And, uh, I mean, if you can say you're against her, but whatever. Um, Eddie does this funny shout out, um, at the beginning of the match to Brody. And then he's like, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to fuck you guys up, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Hey man, I love you, but you're, uh, your team sucks now. So I'm going to beat the <laughs> shit out of them, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just true to form, true to his character, true piece of shit style. Um, it was great. Um, also, Lance Archer did this weird tightrope walk oh, while yeah, yeah, holding yeah, yeah. the blade's hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was so weird to do oh. a flip. You very occasionally see that, and it's always it, it's always a very fascinating maneuver. I'm wondering, it's did Brody ever do something? something like that like it was such a clear orchestration and i was it's, like i wonder it's a thing that the undertaker did oh. uh that was one of his signature moves uh i don't think that Brody lee ever did it but it's um yeah it's it's one of those uh things kind of like when everybody uh gathers down on the floor mm -hmm. they're like all like holding each other's shoulders oh, man. Uh, and you're like oh right somebody's about to jump over mm -hmm. and land on them right um where you're like okay, we're doing this thing. And yes, um, he's got very good balance for a very large man, you know. Um, uh, but then uh, the Undertaker would just jump off and like hit him with his other hand, whereas Archer does a moonsault, yeah. which is pretty goddamn impressive for a man uh, his size. Yeah. So, oh, my. Yeah, Especially when it's like, you know, as however his footing was it wasn't as steady as it should be for a move like that <laughs> yeah and yeah. so it was impressive um also uh this was the first time uh both calder and i mentioned it uh like in the chat uh we we got the uh picture in picture oh yeah, oh, yeah. Instead of the lies that jr <laughs> often tells us We're like oh Brody gave that to us. Yeah, yeah he that made was. sure all the connections were clear. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, like and the show was at the at the correct time as well. Uh, <laughs> he felt when, and he uh, brings us these things. <laughs> There's a really nice um, tribute with uh, photos of um, Brody Lee 
there are lots of different commenters, but there was a guy at the end that I didn't recognize, and he was really, yes. really upset. But then, oh my god, uh, I think oh, you're, he was you, a ref. Are, are, are you skipping? Are you skipping to the uh, past this match? No, I, I, we talked yeah, could, about it. I mean, we could talk about it more. I'm sorry. Um, well, I mean, we're, we're certainly about it. It was really fucking good. We're not moving on until we talk about Jake the Snake's clothesline. Well, that's okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, my notes say, oh, God, Jake's so old, he can't even do a DDT anymore. <laughs> so, like, that's what they had him do. Um, I mean, do yeah, Grayson, Eva Luno, these are great guys. They're great performers. Butcher and the Blade, I mean, we've been seeing them a lot more lately, which is cool. Yeah. Because I like them a lot. Some of that is because, and in my notes, I also wrote, God bless the Blade for taking all those archer bumps. Because that's what a tag team like that does. You have the small athletic guy who takes all the bumps. And so like in in this feud with Archer, he's going to be taking, you know, all these huge moves that he's throwing at him like, oh, thank you, man. You Mm. you're doing the Lord's work right there. Just getting the crap beat out of you by an enormous man. And then afterwards, I wrote, God bless Eddie Kingston for taking all those post-match beatdowns. <laughs> yeah. Because that's his thing. He's such a dick that, you know, like uh, you, you every week you just get to see this jerk get, you know, his comeuppance. Yeah. And it's it's lovely. It's it lovely. is nice. It is. And it's 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 this uh, further example of the the kind of twisted generosity that that is to be found in pro wrestling. I give you my pain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. And and that's the thing. I mean, that's why I think uh, uh, us as improvisers all really uh, uh, um, vibe with this sort of thing, because that's the feeling. It's that you're on stage and you're always trying to make everybody else look good. So mm-hmm. when someone shares that sort of uh, um, uh, uh, moral code with you, then like, yeah, like you recognize game, recognize game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there 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 are similarities. Uh, I mean, it's, it was a really, truly enjoyable match. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say about it since I don't need to thumb it because mm. it's up. No. It's just they're all, completely they're all up. up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're going to see at the end of the show all the thumb time we saved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the photo tribute. Oh, so the guy, the photo tribute, there was a guy who was really upset, and I think he was a ref. Actually. His name is Bryce Ramsberg. Right, uh, they right, mentioned right. him at the end, and I went and looked him up. Um, okay. He is a ref. Um, yeah, yeah, I've 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 definitely seen him ref and like matches uh, a, a decent amount, and I didn't. He I also didn't re- uh, ref the last match. Yes, yeah. he did, uh, and that is when I was like, oh. <laughs> And he was still upset, of course. He was a sweet man, but he was talking about how, like, you know, they'd known each other throughout the years, as you do with this business. And then um, they'd been able to catch up so much more uh, this last year uh, because they're all in the same place. And But instead of talking about wrestling, they're talking about their families because that's how just things had changed for them in their lives and where their focus in their lives has gone, which yeah. is so cool, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, also, this was the point where um, uh, I'd never seen Brody Lee's wife. And I was like, you know what? The uh, There are wrestlers – Usually when you see a wrestler's wife, they're hot as shit. They're a model or, you know, possibly a former wrestler. And they're just, you know, like stacked and and thin waist and huge boobs may or may not be augmented or whatever like that. But like there are some wrestlers who just like have a normal looking wife. Mm -hmm. They're married to someone who just looks normal, like Tommaso Ciampa, um, Kevin Owens. They're both like. Like you seem like just like genuine dudes who yeah. genuinely married someone that they loved, and you know, like, like I'm. It's not like you could. Uh, uh, you're a bad person if you look super hot, but I always there's always a little bit of side eye that like. Are you yeah, just I have her because you're like digging Penelope Ford right now. But also the thing is, it turns out. Um, Brody Lee's wife, they met wrestling. She was a wrestler. Her right. name was Cindy Sin, which makes me th- hope that they do what uh, the WWE did for uh, Vicky Guerrero. Mm. Like when oh, yeah. Eddie died, 
they basically hired her. And hey, it turns out she cuts a killer promo. Yeah. And she, I mean, for the next, she's still in wrestling because of it. She's really good at that. And like, wouldn't it be cool if she got to come in and, and just, yeah, like work. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Well, we've we've already got uh, negative one, uh, like uh, clearly soon to to vault to the top here. Uh, between him and Hook, we'll uh, oh, we'll, we'll see Get which is the worst idea. Out of here. <laughs> well, I, I I I would I would say that uh, that Brody Junior scored pretty big tonight. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it. So. Uh... We have this next match was one of my favorites, um, and it was very emotional. But it's Adam Page, John Silver, Alex Reynolds versus Santana Ortiz and MJF. I wasn't totally sure why MJF was going for the look he was going for. The commenters kept saying he was trying to like be pro Puerto Rican pride, which I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> it seems like a inappropriate costume but whatever i mean that's the magic that's of mjf him. yeah it's, it's, you kind of go over the top and get to be sort of sincere and uh, a piece of shit at the and same the time worst. yeah yeah um they did the dark order uh you know john silver and alex reynolds did a tribute to bte at the top of the match and through these papers at mjf and ortiz i mean fucking great um the match was really good. I mean, how could it be bad? I mean, look, yeah. listen to the people that are in it. Yeah. Um, we didn't get the cowboy John Silver and Alex Reynolds that we wanted with them being paired <laughs> with, the with Adam Page. Tragically, <laughs> tragically yeah. omitted. Uh, but no. but it was it was uh, Brody's will. Yeah, no, but no, they it's were because in the costumes wearing- they that he had chosen for them and bought them or made them or whatever yeah he he bought that uh uh that like mini brody costume mm-hmm. for uh john silver and got him that great. jacket too it was great yeah. yeah i mean it's just it was such a cool match um and at the end uh silver wins and it just immediately like just loses it yeah. Just very upset, this was, and this, so this is was Reynolds. This was definitely one of the for for me one of the most apparently emotional matches, and it was and you know you you really felt um, yeah like there were there were connections between Brody and so many people like where it like he was he was a, like a meaningful person to like all of them, and he was a mentor. Or like an amazing influence on the life of this person or that person or that person or that person, but but uh, John Silver was one where it felt like it was a really big thing, um, um, and, and 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 he's just like like becoming such a such a, a favorite. I'm becoming so nuts about him, and like him giving his all in in this match was was pretty amazing. And there's some. Other interesting tidbits that start happening in this match. Uh, first of all, and I don't—I was actually worried about his contract now, but Rowan comes out. Eric Redbeard came out and took out Wardlow, um, and I loved it. Who doesn't fucking love it? Mm, but no. also, I was like, oh no, I really hope he doesn't get in trouble for appearing on AEW. What? No, he got—he—he he got turfed a long time ago. <gasps> yeah, yeah, serious? he. Yeah. He is. He is a free agent. The fuck? Oh my god. Well then scoop him up, AEW. That'll be fun to see what he can do. Because yeah, it'll be yeah. totally different over here. Um maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh that that was a that was a fun uh yeah, su- surprise. I was not expecting a surprise this show because like yeah. you don't need it. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was great to see it. Uh, but you completely glossed over I was the gonna most do important it. parts. I was, oh, okay. I was going to do it. That's the next, because okay. Rowan happened first. Uh, uh, and well. then MJF unmasks little Brody Oof. and spits on his little, because uh, he was wearing this little um, 10 mask or whatever. And little Brody hits MJF on the head with a kendo stick. <laughs> it was so great. So oh, fucking it was, great. It was pretty amazing. 
Yeah, it was, it was it was like the most um I I I was uh like uh, I, I this was another one of the kind of un like odd forms of of uh, this is like the love language of pro wrestling yeah. is that what MJF gives is I'm going to come theatrically be a piece of shit to you to bring you into this and give you this moment and and you're gonna you're gonna get to wallop my ass and and that is like what i offer to a to a grieving son and at the uh, very top was... of the sh- the match he had gone up to the kid and said your dad was a legend but you're nothing you are nothing and like <laughs> i mean it was so harsh but he I'm like, flipped him off from the top from the top turnbuckle yeah. which was great and oh. i was like he must obviously have a really good relationship with this kid because there's no fucking way you could say that without you know a kid secretly getting hurt even if they're trying if in, if they understand the mechanics of what a heel does, you know, and so obviously they must know each other very well. And so him saying that, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! But then he got to get hit in the head with a kendo stick, so that's even better. <laughs> it was it, it was definitely the perfect contribution from from MJF. Like only the fact that they were really flying the show. This show moved. Like, yeah. like they, they never, they never lingered for long. They kept moving. They kept doing good pieces. They kept giving them just enough time so that everyone could, you know, participate and give something. I wish that was something we could get reviews on. Like, what's that? Don't you, everything you just said, I was like, oh my God, I, that's would be great if that was a review. Of oh, if podcast. they said, we did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have a lot of thoughts about the that. that I'd show, love to share. It was moving. They <laughs> all got no. their piece in and it was at a. No. Oh, no. Not, to not, gonna happen. not to be. Not to be. But this was a great match. You know, like they, they all broke down after the match and they were all hugging each other and same with Adam page. And, you know, it was just sweet to see the supportive, like we keep saying it, I will keep saying it. And I, especially in this type of a, um, sport, uh, you know, where, you could have people that are hyper macho and then maybe the people that watch it want to be hyper macho as well. It's nice to have this break so that you can understand and see that you can be all of these things, but be a real person as well. And not, and cause crying has nothing to do with being macho, you know? No, no, this was, yeah, that was, that was like a, that was like, as I said before, a he, uh, also a huge, a huge thing, a great message to send yeah. in this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we had a promo or a segment with Eddie and he was talking about, you know, I'm going to miss him busting my balls. He's like, I'm going to miss calling him Harry Potter when he had that robe on. <laughs> that, I lost it. That was so funny. Um, that. It must have been the most fucking fun. Um, it was so sweet. It was so honest. You know, it's clearly upset. Um, it's a very different version of Eddie that you see, except that he is so still himself that everything that he's saying, it's like he must be the most sarcastic, smart alecky <laughs> guy in real life, but mm-hmm. like sweet and fun to be around. Um, but like everybody's, I don't know, annoying brother. <laughs> Maybe people didn't have the kind of brother I had that was always smarter and faster with a comeback. Um, Look, people say that about me, and I know that that's really what you're getting at. So let's yeah. just go ahead and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just be out about it. Okay. You know? uh, yeah. uh, I did like that's the thing is that that's that's why. He and Mox, uh, both of them, they do the same thing. Um, they're just their their persona is so close to their own that, uh, um, like when they when they are genuine like this, it still feels like their character, which yeah. is 
pretty great. Yeah, yeah. This was a really natural outgrowth of what Eddie does and is uh, uh, in the in the ring. Uh, it, it it felt like it was part and parcel of the the family of we fight we love like thing that he does. It was it was great. It was it was for me maybe the like the most piercing one of the bunch in that he was talking so much like right out forward that he was addressing like the like the like Brody Jr. and offering something um it, it was partly about this was my experience but also I want to give this and it was it was it was it was great uh, we then have Anna Jay and Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford and Britt Baker. Penelope was accompanied by Moreau and Kip Sabian. Um, I mean, again, this match was fantastic. Uh, I liked it. And I was – another thing that I liked was that it was um, – you know, they've been sh- showcasing a women's match kind of at least one or some sort of segment of one the last few weeks. And so I'm getting excited that they're building it into their regular roster. I don't know if that is the case exactly, but because they definitely were trying to use all of the Dark Order. So that would include Anna Jay and Taikanti. Um but, um, you know, it just seems like they might be going in that direction, which is great. Yeah, this was this was a a, a middle because like uh, Anna Jay and Ty Conti, like I, I I liked Ty uh, back in um, uh, NXT. But she was green. Anna Jay is still green. Penelope Ford, green. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker, I, I I do think she does good work. But um, you know this this whole thing was only going to be so so, and the in ring was only so so. But and this was the part where I was going to be like, uh, this is really kind of middle. At the at the end, I'm like, well, all right, you you brought it back. This is fully fully worth my time so yeah so Britt loses and she's saying i didn't lose it's rigged which i love because that obviously is the national conversation right now so Uh, she gets to play to that bullshit and hopefully throw it in people's faces to be like do you see how ridiculous this is do you see how stupid you you, oh you do know that uh and then she said eventually she made that comment of like it's Big rigged, you know, mm. in reference to big rig. Um, but then Thunder Rosa runs out and she beats her ass, which I always love seeing because I don't mm. like Britt Baker and mm. I love Thunder Rosa. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and so that's also throwing a little bit in there that's going to help, you know, feed into the continuing storyline. And um, so they're, it's it's an interesting night because you have, um, especially with an upcoming match, um, you have people performing together that don't necessarily like each other in their storylines. Um, but in this one, it's so it's like a weird kind of thing. But I don't know. This is at least consistent. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there was a Jericho tribute, which is really sweet. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we before really we get to Jericho, it's about how his dog hates absolutely everybody, but like immediately loved him. That's also what I wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's the, guy. the dog licking his hand. That is a lovely image of Brody Lee. Um. Okay. So this is the match. This is probably my favorite match. Um, we've got Team Taz. Uh, they all line up like they do anymore uh, at the top of the stage. And Starks does this pose that I'm like, I could not fucking love this guy any more than I already do. And then he keeps doing things. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I love it so much. Um, uh, and then we, he, they were with the Dark Order 10 um and then um versus 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Really? Cody, Orange Cassidy, ten. That's right. Uh, yeah, those yeah. those are uh, uh, negative one's favorites. That's right. So Orange, Cody, and ten, and that's where it was funky because ten obviously has issues with Cody, um, and and OJ too. But like, uh, <laughs> two of these things belong together. Two of these things are kind of the same. <laughs> two of these guys are main eventers. One of them isn't. True. Uh, but, you know, 10 did a decent job. Uh, Jericho made a comment about how he's still upset about the $7,000 jacket. Mm-hmm. The Orange Cassidy ruined. <laughs> it uh, was it was great because it was just this sort of like pop it in the microwave moment of like just just put the the the, the jacket on a little golf tee. And just like wait for Jericho to take a, a huge whack at it because he's going to do that, and it's going to be as good as every other time. And it was it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we discovered a beautiful uh, pairing tonight: uh, Will Hobbs against Orange Cassidy. Um. Orange put his hands in his pocket, did a little taps and light touches, and Hobbs is like this huge menacing man like when you saw him coming at different uh performers during the night like everyone looks so small compared to him and just it looks fucking frightening and like powerful you know so when they say powerhouse fucking a it looks like it man yeah but and he's like just like mean you know he's like mean he's got that he always has that makes that face so him getting perturbed with orange Cassidy was just mwah, perfect. Oh boy. Um, yeah, it, it was a really fucking fun match. Stark's hysterical. I don't even know what to say. Like it was good work all around. Yeah. Um, I thought 10 did a great job. I think that was one of the things that, even the commenters were talking about about him not being a you know main ring performer or whatever but um i thought he did a decent job tonight and it could be also just who he's surrounded by and how well they do to make him look good yeah Yeah. and it's it's a big it's a big moment to to step into like yeah. that's not what would ordinarily happen. It, like that you are like actually emptying the the dark order bench and 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 getting everybody in there, and then and then him in the biggest moment of all. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like that. Just is really cool. Because really, if it wasn't ten in a match like this, it would have been Brody Lee. You know, in the main event in the, you know, against um, Cody or against, I mean, whoever, whoever the big guys that were supposed to be against like Team Taz or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a sweet, a bittersweet thing for him. I'm sure that he was the one standing in that place doing it. Um, 10 pins. He was really upset, you know, but like, Cody hugs him and then Tim, Team Taz came out to beat them all up as they do because uh, that's what they do after matches, you guys. You can't just stand around in the ring. No, Come you got to get this. going. You just got to get your shit and go. This is the stage manager rule. Like if you're standing out on stage, your scene's over. Someone's going to come along yeah. and suplex you. That's that's, that's just, how it works in theater, and that's how it works in exactly. Yeah, like don't schedule um, if, your events for you in the ring. All the suplexes in our town. <laughs> that was due to poor stage management. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's what happens. So uh, the lights go out, and my first thought was, "Oh, it's going to be Sting," but it wasn't. It was Darby Allen. No. He had a cool new look just for tonight, uh, just for Brody. Um, and then the lights go out again, and I'm like, okay, well, this has got to be Sting then. <laughs> and, of course, there's snow again. What's their budget? Uh, it's <laughs> Sting. They look like they're together, like they're a, a team. And it makes sense just by their aesthetic alone. They both have these props that would, like, bust someone's skull open. 
if they actually use them in the ring. <laughs> um, Starks, again, uh, the best thing on earth. He, oh, boy. When it started snowing, he was acting <laughs> like he was really scared and he was cold, and like, we're the, <laughs> like confused by the snow. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? What you is know, this? I can't it, take it, it. It's just too good. It's the most amazing, like, you know how, like, in a, in a Spider-Man, like, not not movie, but, like, in a Spider-Man cartoon episode or something like that, like, that something like that would happen, and, like, the, the good guys somehow contrive, like, snow, and the bad guy thugs are like, what the, snow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, as, like, like is, is it, are you imperiled by the snow? But but I mean, Ricky Starks was like upset. Yeah, it was so. I mean, the guy is a motherfucking superstar. This guy is going to be not only a, a big name wrestler. I predict he's going to be like a actor, be in movies, all this stuff because he's just so fucking great. Like you just love him. You know, he's I can't not of, love him. Like th- this is something that like there are there are areas where AEW is coming up short right now. Like areas of the roster that need more talent that it is so hard to acquire talent in but they are they have this abundance of exceptionally talented young young guys that are like 20 21 22 totally Uh, it's wild that's very true they have like what they have they have in you know bulk that's not right <laughs> you need to say not bulk, but like I have no idea what you're trying to say, so I can't help. If you. we're grading maple syrups, right? It would be from yeah. Canada, 100 pure, and be like the dark amber. Oh yeah, <laughs> the the real the real stuff, absolutely the real stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the last segment of the night, um, you know, Cody is crying. He's on the mic in the ring and he's trying not to cry, but of course it's like he's also trying to say some very honest things. He says a very really moving tribute. Um and then he had Brody Lee's family come up and little Brody Lee Jr. uh negative 1. Uh so the wife and son walk out to Brody's music. The wife I keep saying the wife I apologize because again Amanda. I forgot her name. <laughs> I'm the worst. Or, with names. or Cindy Sin That's is okay. also. So the chick comes in. So Cindy Sin, <laughs> the broad. Amanda Lee, um, whatever. Amanda Huber. That's Huber. it. Huber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, comes out with Brody Lee's boots, and um, so then her son puts the boots in the middle of the ring, and then. Uh, they put this little bandana over it. I wasn't sure what that was, but it was clearly something having to do with Brody Lee's merch. Um, but they put a little blanket thingy bandana over it. So it's like these boots are retired, right? Um, it was very sweet. It was, I was just like, how the fuck is this kid doing this without like, you know, I don't know. He had a mask on. So thank God. Cause I'm sure he didn't want anyone to see him cry, even though it's totally cool to see people cry and it's okay to be a guy and cry. Here's the thing. Um, no one wants to see a kid cry. You know, If you're eight years old and your dad's dead and you're on national television, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. So, you well, know, I, I maybe it's crying. Maybe it's not. I That's assume true. it's it's the, it's so surreal an experience that. I was thinking that same thing. Yeah. Like how that could he you possibly might be like really kind of it might be so theatrical that it's not emotional. I don't like, know. It, you you almost could be not affected by it at all because that's often how we are with moments of such Shock. enormity that there's not any way to get your 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 arms around the the whole thing in it's the true. moment. So like you never know how how someone is how someone is is processing it's a fucking complicated thing yeah <laughs> but uh, but well, you, he did a, like he was amazing in this moment and then what was a surprise obviously to his wife because the minute 
this sort of started the ball started rolling on this conversation. You could see her in the back kind of totally losing it. But um they apparently TNT uh, AEW have they gifted Brody Lee's son with the TNT belt saying, you know, he was the best TNT champ we ever had. No offense, Cody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he'll be a TNT champ forever. So that was really fucking nice and sweet. And just like, yeah, he would have probably still, he probably would still be the TNT champ had he not been ill. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. kind yeah. of made perfect sense that he ever got it in the first place and for him to still have it would make sense. But, you know, now we have a TNT champ that like never wrestles. So whatever. Mm. <laughs> we have not seen him wrestle since he won. I'm just saying. Not the place for negativity. Mm-hmm. This is only a space for, you know, he's wrestling with his, with his feelings in, in his, that's in it. His diary. He uh, wrestles with his feelings <laughs> and that's where AEW is going. Oh, yeah. That's where they're going from and, now on. And incidentally, wrestling with feelings. Somebody else who was putting it all out there was, was Tony Khan. Um, like one more person that was being as genuine as they had to be in in the moment, and it it it, it made the it made it very special and it made it very effective. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was the show. Uh. You have to watch it. You just have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's really uh, good. Yeah. Like if you have if you have like a connection as a fan to to Brody Lee. Or, or to any of the people that Brody Lee touched, it's gonna be it's gonna be meaningful to you. You're you're gonna get something out of it. You can yeah. you'll see you know if you maybe don't remember like you used to what wrestling wrestling can be and what it can do and what 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 it can give us. So it's a it's a special episode. Yeah, and uh, also check out all the merch that AEW has. There's some really cool shirts and yeah. random ass shit, like a butcher mask, face mask. So you get those handlebar, whatever you call them, oh, whatever the his, mustache, his mustache looks like mutton chops on the face, like, yeah. but like mutton chops of the mouth, you know, like that's what his fucking mustache looks like. Also call there. They do have FTR silk jackets. That's so, right. You yes. Know. Always put that on your wish list. As long as you wear it over your bare skin with a Speedo bottom. Yes, that is absolutely a thing. I mean, I I, I thought that was assumed. I thought we all knew (laughs) that that's – that I would be getting silk jackets for everybody, but you would also have to wear it shirtless is with that, the speedo. Is that your pool cover-up? Is that your pool cover-up? <laughs> the real question is, do you wear the Michael Nakazawa shirt over the baby oil or under? Oh, interesting. Both. Yeah, Both. why can't what? you know if it's gonna be under, it's gonna get on the fabric anyway. So might as well also be. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Also, numerous Abaddon t-shirts if you want to frighten. <gasps> oh children. my god! I know. I saw those too. They were so good. Too terrifying. There's, just, there's like a literally a shirt for absolutely every oh moment in AEW <laughs> that we've witnessed over the last year, as well as every single person, including the refs. I mean, just like it's so great. Uh, they have a lot of offerings, including the tribute Brody Lee Exalted One shirt, uh, in which if you want to, it'd be a great way to donate to the family yeah. um, while getting a shirt for yourself. Yeah, do nice. do 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 for yourself by doing for others. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the American system, is it not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do for others while you also get something for yourself. <laughs> that has uh, been. Look, I don't donate to KCRW unless I get a goddamn hoodie. You That's want, you how want, it works. You want, I'm I sorry. need everyone to know. You want the tote bag? Uh, it, it, like not to not to draw it out because we're actually at a good time for a change. But like that's yeah, something that's else true. that is awesome about e- AEW is how they do merch well, and not just that they do it well, but that they allow it to do well by the performers that they get to be expressive and they get to make a living Um, at least i hope that's true Um, and that one cody pizza shirt is there which i had looked for before and couldn't find it but i found it this time (laughs) wait cody pizza shirt when he was wearing a shirt 
that yeah when we thought he maybe like started the pizza him, place. yeah yeah i was like oh did he start a restaurant is he like doing a Wahlburgers <laughs> thing but no i think it's just a shirt and it's probably some reference to something that maybe you don't know unless you live in a certain city like maybe there's a pizza place in florida where they're at where that's like their logo or something or it could have been uh what it, uh, uh, cody himself like grew up in georgia did, is isn't that right yeah I so yeah yeah something from who knows there. we don't know we don't man. know we don't have all the answers about death or about pizza places I honestly don't even know why you're listening to this podcast. We, we have, we no have nothing, we have nothing no for you, number one fan. I, I, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> uh, we keep coming up empty. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, Brody Love Lee. Love to the exalted one. Rest in Live power, forever. man. Yeah.